business and people. Your host, Walt Bayless. Let's get this show started. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business and People podcast. This is the show where we take business and then we take the business away and talk to people and find out their stories. Today, we're blessed to have the creative genius and the brains that is Christy Lee Tritz on the show with us. Now, Christy Lee has ridden the roller coaster of employment, self-employment, employment, self-employment. She is an incredible artist. If you're watching this on the video, you can see some of her artwork behind Christy Lee right now. She's got an incredible uh, talent there as well. But what she specializes in is helping entrepreneurs and solopreneurs to plan their life so that their business doesn't actually swallow them. Christy Lee Tritz, welcome to the show. It's great to have you with us. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be with you guys today. It's great to have you. Now, Christy Lee, your, your journey has been quite interesting. We were talking just before we clicked on the record button. You've gone from the employment to self-employment to back to employment and now self-employed again. And just before we hit record, you said, I can never work a job again. How did that old roller coaster all come together for you? Uh, well, it started, I think, when I was really young. I always was very highly imaginative, and I was writing stories when I was a young child, and I kind of always knew that there was this part of me that was just meant for something. I yeah. didn't know what it was going to be at the time, and as a young child, I would even go into like friends' rooms and organize them and help them plan things and all these strange things that you don't think like little kids would do, and so I think it really started way back then, but I just didn't know that that's what it was called. Yeah, sure. And um, when I was a teenager, I started writing and I started getting my writing published. So kind of I became an entrepreneur at that point in time. And then from there, I became an early childhood educator, which just enabled me to learn the side of education even more, which is where my real passion was, was educating people and helping them really figure out you know, problems and solving those problems. So I was able to do that with kids who had special needs and figure out how do they really learn and what do they really need, which then allowed me to transfer all of that knowledge I had gained to the online world, wow. into the coaching industry and online business. So I became a business coach and I started um, sort of helping people idea generate really is where it started mm. and helping them build out their websites and their content and creating different things for them, helping them to see things that they didn't necessarily see were there as opportunities. Right. And then I just, you know, from there kind of grew that to a certain point. And then uh, my husband was unemployed. So I was like, oh my gosh, I need to like pick this up like 20,000 times fold. Yeah. And so it was a very difficult process to do that on my own. And I decided to go and coach with a different company and then uh, do that. And when all of that ended up falling through, I started to begin to pick up the pieces again from there. Wow. And then sort of come back to life, shall we call it. Um, and I'm just starting to return back to writing and I'll have two books coming out this year. And then of course, you know, now I'm also returning back to helping people really create the business that they can live, not mm. the one that takes over their lives. Yeah, absolutely. Before we clicked record again, we were saying that so many uh, entrepreneurs 
uh, start their business with the the idea, I guess, of freedom. You know, if we say to so many people, um, what made you go out on your own? They would say freedom. And then, you know, three or maybe two years later, you know, they're buried under 80 hours or 90 hours a week of work and barely able to uh, to get the cash flow coming in. And not not one of them had that as part of their plan. So it's a nice, it's a very nice um, area that you sit in in terms of helping people get through that. So um, what I love is is that you... When, when your husband lost his job, you had to then kind of say, okay, we need to stabilize the ship somewhat. Um, and then it was once all that kind of didn't work out, you were able to then regenerate yourself. And I love what Tony Robbins says. Where, like, he says, uh, your resourcefulness is your best mm-hmm. resource. And I find that is so true with so many entrepreneurs. When you're working with people and helping them plan their business, what are some of the kind of uh, ways that you're able to move them past some of the blockages that they have right now? So I think the very first thing that I do is I understand where they are in their business, Mm. what makes it unique, who they are, where they want to be, how much time do they actually want to spend like plugging into their business. Mm. And I like to say like, I take away the 24 seven hustle because everyone's talking about, you need a hustle and you just need to do more and you just need to get really what you actually need to do is you need to create a plan Mm. that's strategic, that's planned out from the months. So I take them, okay, here's all your stuff. And then we say over a period of these many months, usually we do three months. This is what you need to accomplish. Then we break that down into weekly tidbits that you can do and then daily. So now, you know, I have a schedule. This is what I need to accomplish in this schedule. And you're able to complete way more in less time. I can complete 12 courses in 12 weeks. Wow, cool. Because I have a system that I've developed. And then essentially with anything I do and teach people to create is I follow that system. And as long as you follow a system and a process, you can do far more than if you're just kind of like, oh, I'm going to do this and I need to do that. I need to do this and I need to do that. And then your brain's like, oh, I don't know what to do, yeah, you know? And so planning is the absolute key foundation to creating a solid business platform. Wow, cool. I, I can hear entrepreneurs listening right now, screaming at their headphones or car stereo, wherever they're listening, going, that's fine, Christy Lee, but I've got so much going on. Uh, I don't have, I, you know, my plans always get wrecked by whatever. And, you know, we all, our days get interrupted a, a hundred million times and, you know, so many different things calling for our attention. How do you help an entrepreneur quieten down that noise so that they can focus on that plan? So that's why I do the extraction first Mm. and we help them see what is it that you actually need to accomplish and what is it you feel you need to accomplish Mm -hmm. because those are two separate different things. And a lot of times when you begin to sit with somebody else like me and say, here's all the things I have on my plate and all the things I want to accomplish. What I do is I take those and my brain just goes and it sorts it all and it puts it into like this planning mode. And then I say, okay, so this is what you need to get done first. This is what you need to get done second, third, fourth. And then they'll go, yeah, that's totally it. How did you figure that out so fast? And then I'll say, okay, so what are the skills and techniques you need or what are the things you need to plan and, and what do you need to do to accomplish those things? And then we start to set a plan in motion. Nice. And then what I do is I check in with them and I say, okay, does this feel overwhelming for you mm. to be able to accomplish one podcast a week as an example, as right? An, yeah, yeah. 
and they might say, oh, one podcast a week sounds so much more doable than, oh my gosh, I need to create 52 podcasts. Yeah. And then they're just like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. And so just really helping them focus and narrow down on the things they actually need to do rather than the things they feel that they need to do. Yeah. And once you create a system, then it's just like, I'm going to use an analogy. When you go to have a banana for breakfast, do you think about how to peel the banana and exactly what steps you need to take and what you need to do and try and remember the process of doing that? No, naturally. it becomes automatic. Yeah. And that's the same thing as when you have somebody help you put together a solid plan. Eventually what ends up happening is that becomes automatic. You don't think about it. It becomes a process that yeah. you just follow and that you're able to implement. And so the more you practice it, the more easier it becomes. The first three weeks are going to be the hardest. And that's where you have to kind of, I guess, form that as a habit. If I wanted to use it as a cliche, like you want to be able to um, move away from the the confusion and the, mm-hmm. oh my God, everything's out of control feeling that so many of us um, skate on every day to, to a very regimented system. And as you said, it would be hard for the first few weeks, but after that it becomes it becomes normal. Do you leave time inside of that system, inside of that schedule for, for play? Do you leave time inside of that system for um, emergencies or, you know, flex time or, or even just creative thinking time? Is that a, 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 an essential part of the plan? Yes. And that's why it's unique to every single person because everybody and everybody's businesses look different Mm. and everybody has different kinds of, of routines throughout their day that Mm. help them get through their day. So there are some people who do better in the evening, some people who do better at completing work in the afternoon and some who do better who complete it in the morning and some like me who do it in the middle of the night, but it just depends on all of these factors. Mm. And that's why really um, building a relationship with the person and figuring out, okay, where are you now? Where do you want to go? And if you could feel less overwhelmed, what does that look like to you? Yeah, right. How much time would you want to spend in your day doing activities that you actually love compared to doing your work activities? And, and what does that look like? Um, and, and then, of course, if they have clients, one-on-one clients, how many do you actually want to take? Yeah, sure. And yeah. then beginning to work with what they have. And from there, you can also build other components that could generate additional income. Let's say, for example, they only want to take four um, one-on-one clients from now on. And they're currently taking six and it's too much. So then it's how do we make up that income? Mm. So there's several different ways that we could do that. What does that look like for you is going to be completely different than it is for somebody else. Mm. So that's where creating a customized plan becomes really important. It's not about a cookie cutter system that works for everybody. Yeah. And so some people can do like three hours in the morning and then they just want the rest of their afternoon off and then they'll do three hours in the evening. Mm. So it looks different for every single person. So tell me, tell me a story, Christy. Like, um, take me to a client who, who perhaps was overwhelmed, confused, and, and stuck where they were. And um, obviously, you don't need to use business names or that kind of stuff. But tell me their situation and, and how we designed that and what we ended up with at the end. Yeah, for sure. So essentially, what I did is I had a consultation with them. And we sat down and they said, what is the project that you want to work on? Mm-hmm. So some people, it's project based, so they might want to work on a book, or they might work, want to work on a course, 
or developing their business further than what it is. Mm. And so I would sit with them and then they tell me what it is. And I ask them bunches of questions and I write furiously and we record the session. So they always have that to go back to after. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I begin to formulate a plan already on the paper as they're talking to me. Mm -hmm. And it's through the talking that I help them get the clarity. Nice. So then after that happens, I say to them, whatever I wrote down. So I usually will say, okay, so these were the four key things you told me about that you want to implement in your business. This is how you're feeling currently. These are the things that you said you need to put in place in order to not feel that way. Uh, and then what I do is in the background, I formulate a plan. Mm -hmm. And then from there, they like utilize that plan. Nice. And are you, thinking, are you thinking of a specific client while you're, while you're retelling this? What yeah. Was, what was their, uh, again, without using customer names or anything, but what was, their, what was their project or what was their business niche? Were they in real estate or were they, uh, you know, what, what, was their, what was their space and how, what were they trying to achieve? Yeah, so she's a life coach okay. and she was offline coaching, not online. Mm -hmm. And she wanted to bring her courses and, you know, her content to an online platform, but didn't know how. Got it. Knew absolutely nothing about how in the world to do this. Mm -hmm. And she felt really, really overwhelmed because she's like, I don't know the tech. I don't know like the first part of, you know, bringing something I do offline to an online audience. And so um, I walked her through like, okay, well, you're going to obviously need to create the content, right? Mm -hmm. And then we came up with a plan for her for in 30 days, how she would create that content, exactly nice. what she would do every single day. Nice. And then all she had to do was go and do those things. Yeah. Uh, and then I also asked her, how much time do you have every day? Mm -hmm. So if you have an hour, then we'll work with an hour. So that's technically what she had. Cool. So we worked with an hour. We created that plan in over 30 days. She was able to get her first course completed. Fantastic. Yeah. And so no, then it's a common she just kind of grew from there. That's awesome, Christy Lee. We, that's a common story, actually. I, I catch up with uh, entrepreneurs and business owners and that kind of thing. And um, it's a common story where what they have offline, um, and they're really trying to, to bring that online. Um, but the problem is that everyone in the online space, and I include myself in that camp, everyone in the online space are really, really good at marketing online. So in terms of when you Google, for example, how to, how to get my course online, you, you have 200,000 results and every mm -hmm. one of them looks amazing and one has a shiny button and the other one, you know, it's so much to get into that online space that it's, it's very difficult to, uh, to pick a path and to, yes. <laughs> to stay onto that path until conclusion. So um, uh, do you advocate for things like outsourcing quite often when you've, when you've got clients that you're working with? Once you start to get to a certain point, yes, you can outsource. And I actually do do some of that work for them. Yep. So I might build their site or their course pages or upload their course content for them. Sure. So it just depends on that particular client. But I definitely like recommend outsourcing things yep. because you cannot, as you go along, you cannot do it all by yourself. No, I've found that definitely. At all. <laughs> it's it's a, a complete, uh, and in fact, one of the biggest things for me from an outsourcing point of view is, is um, when you look at it as an entrepreneur, quite often the, the immediate comment that comes back is I can't afford it. And uh, what's always been amazing for me is that when you do decide to offload a whole bunch of the tasks that aren't necessary for you to do personally, mm -hmm. what you find is that your time frees up and you can afford it so much easier because you've got more time to use the creative 
ability that you have built within you. So, um, Christy Lee, as you're, let, let's see if we can help some people right now on the call. And, and obviously, I'm, I'm going to put your website in the show notes because what you do in terms of your business, bringing people into a place where they have a plan, they have a system. I like those words. Being able to to take from where they are, systemize the next steps and follow those steps. I love that. So I want everybody to to go over to christyleetris.com and, and touch base with you and sign up. I know that there's some free resources they can get there. But let's see if we can help somebody on you know who might be listening right now. So this is an entrepreneur. They're driving in the car. They're heading to work. They know that their to-do list is, is completely overwhelming this morning. They have no idea how they're going to get through this before their kid's birthday party on the weekend. Uh, or maybe they're on the treadmill or something like that. And uh, they're feeling completely um, unable to get through this swamp of work that seems to be in front of them. Would you be able to give them a, a starting point so that they can kind of settle with that feeling? Yeah, so I use this all the time because just because I love planning and organizing and I love technology and all that stuff doesn't mean that I don't ever become overwhelmed. Sure. And so the first thing that I tell would tell them to do is one, go sit in quiet place mm. and take a deep breath. And remember that you're here to help other people with whatever it is that you're going to be providing. And when you're in this space that you're in right now, you're not going to be able to do that to the best of your capability. Mm -hmm. It's like the mom who's like doing billions of things and isn't able to care for her children or herself because she is too busy doing everything. It's the mm -hmm. same thing for an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So the very first thing is, is to take a moment, even that's five minutes and just reset. And then the next thing is, is grab a piece of paper and a pen, a real old fashioned one. You know, the kind that you can actually feel and the one you have to write with, those kind is what I'm talking about. still exist, okay. Not your laptop, not your desktop, a real pen and paper. And then what you do is begin to just sort of, um, I like to close my eyes at this point and, and teach my clients to close their eyes at that point. And then just simply be in the space and think about each part of your business. Mm -hmm. And which ones, when you think about them, bring you the most overwhelm? Those go on one side in one category. The ones that bring you the most joy and, and happiness, those go on another category. And then essentially what you do is whatever task it is that you feel like you have to complete or that you need to do, you begin to write that out. And you don't need to think about it. You just start writing. Mm -hmm. And all these things are going to start popping out of your head. Mm -hmm. And the important part of this is because the more stuff you hold on to inside of your brain, the more that it's just going to go around and around and around and around in a loop trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And when you begin to write it down, it's saying, okay, I can let that go. I can let that go. I can let that go. Yep. And then you go back and you review that. And when you review that, you find those pieces that you need to do today yeah. to begin moving forward today. That mm. might look like one piece, one small action that you can take that mm. day mm. and just breaking them down into the smallest pieces that you can break them down into. Yeah. Because a lot of people look at, let's take, for example, maybe they need to build a website. Okay. So they, they're, they're building their website or building their course. And they look at it as this whole big piece. I need to build my website. Mm. Well, there's a ton of pieces in building a website or mm. in building a course. 
So what I teach my clients to do is don't look at that. Yeah. Don't yeah. look at that big thing. Yeah. Write down all the things that are coming to mind in, in that whole entire timeline of stuff you feel like you need to do. And then go back to the very beginning. What is it you need to start with? Yeah. I love it. And that is the only thing you focus on in that moment. I love it. There's so many key messages there, Christy Lee. And looking back at the wisdom of time, uh, the message is not new. And that, that's great because that shows that it's proven. And so the first part of the message is get quiet and alone. Mm-hmm. And we all, we all struggle with that unless we make a point of setting that as a reality. So no matter what's happening, um, no matter how busy things seem, no matter how much is going on, you need to get quiet and alone to perform this exercise. And again, the wisdom of the ages is telling us how frequently that piece of advice is, is coming to the front. The second part mm-hmm. there, um, Tim Ferriss calls it getting it out of your head. So taking that piece of paper and that pen and just doing a brain dump, like you don't necessarily have to do anything with the piece of paper that you're creating. It's literally, it's taking all of the jigsaw puzzle pieces that are messed up in your mind right now and putting them all face down so that you can start to build the picture in the way that, mm-hmm. that it should be rather than having it all scattered. So uh, as I said, Tim Ferriss calls it getting, getting out of your own head. And I've, I personally, I found that so useful sitting down and just, just start writing. What's bothering me? What, what do I need to be working on? What am I really happy about? What are the, just everything, anything that's coming to your mind until you find that you, until you find that you finished writing, whether it's five minutes or 10 or yeah. 15, whatever, until you finished writing and you can just say, okay, phew, now my brain can think again. Mm-hmm. And so that was second piece of advice. And then the third part, which I love uh, from, from what you were saying there, um, again, echoed back through wisdom. There's a, a great book called The One Thing, um, which I absolutely love and highly endorse. And t- taking all of that stuff that you've just got out of your head and saying, okay, and, and the exact phrase from the book is, if I could do just one thing that would make everything else easier or irrelevant, what would that one thing be? And then uh, one of our previous guests, uh, Kerry Baird, said, don't focus on finishing the task. As you said, if you look at the website mm-hmm. and you say, this is a mammoth task or the, you know, the course that you want to put up or the, the recruitment driving, whatever it is, this is a mammoth task. And if you look at that in a burned out, stressed out state, you can't even begin because you just don't even know where to start. But don't focus on finishing the task. Focus on starting it. What is the yes. one thing that you can do right now that starts that ball rolling? You know, and that's that's really that's cool advice. And is that that's um I don't mean to sound this condescending. That's a terrible. I'm I'm trying to find a way not to sound condescending. But what what I love is that someone in your position has that wisdom to be able to take that into a solopreneur or entrepreneur's business and help them through that, uh, through that mess. I, I love that. That's, that's a huge kudos to you. Well, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard of what an HSP is, which is a highly sensitive person. Okay. But if you've ever heard of that, that is the trait that I have. Cool. And so what ends up happening is when I'm working with people, I don't see necessarily or hear necessarily what you're saying to me verbally, but I hear it in a much more larger capacity. And I see a different picture than what you might be painting just by what you're saying. And that helps me to then take those things 
and create that plan for you to create those, you know, those goals for you to help you figure that stuff out. Nice. And sometimes I think I'm, tr- I'm like actually trying to find my book here because I'm going to show you what I do. <laughs> and each year I do one of these. So you can see yeah. this one says 2020 nice. planning yeah. and it's just a simple do a tang, but I have labels for each part of my business in here. Nice. And just labels for like whatever maybe like gratitude journal, um, you, my marking for what whatever I'm getting my goals, those kinds of things. But have one of those handy every single year and get a new one every year. It doesn't have to be a fancy thing. You can make it fancy if you want to. But that's where you do all your brain dumping in because mm-hmm. you never know when you're going to need one of those ideas you put down in that book and you're going to be like, wait a minute, I remember I wrote something about this down and then you can go flipping through that book and you know what ends up happening? You can create your social media out of that. You can create your videos out of that. You can create written content out of that courses. Like it becomes endless of what you can do just by simply creating that silent space and starting to write down all that stuff that's coming through your head. I like it. That's a that's a great tip as well. I I used to do that, and I haven't done for a long time. But I, I think that um, is going to give me a kick to get back into that habit to, <laughs> to have that exact framework. And one of the things that that I used to find doing that was that um, uh, everything got put into the same place. And I love your idea of the labels there. So we're separating goals from business from whatever else yeah. to do that you want to you know have in there. You might have one for gratitude, one for frustrations, one for ideas. What you know, whatever that is there. Something that Jim Rohn actually said when he talks about. Uh, creating a journal or using a journal effectively is he said leave the first two pages blank and use that as an index so that you can when you when you have something that comes up and it's oh this might be a great idea for a social media post go back to the index and write okay social media is on page 16 22 58 and 75 like so you Mm. can actually flick back through and say okay hey where were my courses ideas or what was my idea about finance or you know what were the the, the thoughts that I had about goal setting or whatever. And you can, you can see, okay, well, that's on page eight and page 98. Like, and I can just go straight back to the journal and find those points. I love the idea of, of almost breaking the, the book itself down into sections so that if, I'm, if all I want to do is write about my fitness goals right now, I can turn to that fitness section and just, you know, jot it down. I think that's really cool. So um, uh, what's, your, what's your standard approach with uh, a business? You mentioned the first thing you're going to do is ask them a bunch of questions. You're going to find out where they're at and what they're trying to achieve. Um, is there ever a client that you that you talk to and say, I'm probably not the person right now, or, or is there a, a space for everybody? Yeah, I, I won't take on a client that I know is not a match. Yep. And the reason for that is because then it's only going to cause that particular client more frustration and overwhelm, and it's going to cause me frustration and overwhelm <laughs> because I really want people to have a good experience. I want them to be able to learn things the easy way, not the hard way. And that's from teaching, from my teaching background. Like I needed to figure out ways in which to teach concepts and skills like learning your ABCs in a different format, in an easy way that other people could could maybe not know that that person needed to learn in. Mm -hmm. So that might've looked like them drawing it in a sandbox as in that example, right? And so sometimes I'm not going to be the perfect match for that particular person. However, I'm also a connector. So I might know the person I would say, I think you should go to this person because I think they would be a better match for you considering where you're at in your business. 
And um, I have like a huge network of people. So I'm able to then refer them to the other people that I know would be that match for them. Very cool. So it's not like I leave them high and dry and just say, uh, sayonara, buddy, I'm not the right match. I'm one of those people who will be like, okay, I'm not the right match, but I do know somebody who might work for you. Very cool. Do you have a... um, a belief in networking in terms of, uh, so let me ask that a different way. Very recently, uh, I was introduced to, to a networking group that meet once a week and they talk, you know, they just talk, literally just talking business. What I've found being an entrepreneur and especially in a technological era is that a lot of work is done here. You know, this is, this is the office. I've got my team overseas, but we're always catching up on Zoom or Skype or whatever. Um, and it's very much, you know, my whole world exists in a, in a monitor screen. And I really felt that that networking facility was just amazing to be able to talk to other people in business. Do you have a, a recommendation for people to not only have a plan of how to clear out the, the overwhelm and the confusion and, and work towards a goal, but do you, do you encourage or endorse kind of um, that support group or networking facility with, with entrepreneurs? Yeah, I do. And I do that in a couple of ways. So that's one of the things that I talk about a lot. You need a community. If you want to be successful as an entrepreneur, you need a community. Mm -hmm. And so in, in one of the things that I do, which is called pattern of growth, it is a community and I go live every week with them. They can ask me questions. If they run into tech troubles, I can help them work through them. And so essentially what we do is we, we meet together. And we build that community. We have a Facebook group. And so you can ask questions in there. And the other community that I recommend is a community that's specific for your growth in your business. So that's more like a mastermind type group where you meet with people who are wanting to excel in some sort of format. And it's not necessarily a learning platform, right? So I think having both types of community is really, really important because you're going to need the learning platform in order to be able to say, Hey, I'm running into this trouble or have you ever gone into this issue or whatever it might be and get an answer for that instead of like trying to figure it on your own and Googling it for 50,000 hours and losing so much time and then throwing out your computer out the window because you're like, Oh, I can't get this. Um, and so I think that kind of community is really important. And then the other community where it's more of a supportive environment, mm. it's like, it's like a little nest where you can grow and then you get your wings and you can sort of fly away and, yeah. and then you're all flying together sort of idea. Nice. So I think those two kinds of communities and support systems are absolute musts for entrepreneurs because otherwise you'll eventually start to feel the overwhelm way more because you have no one to talk to. And you'll also start to feel the isolation and loneliness that can come into play when you are an entrepreneur, which brings up a whole nother issue of then there's this emotional piece that comes into it. And you might find yourself not being able to complete the work you want to complete because that loneliness and emotional and isolation piece starts to take over. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I I, I really... Absolutely, 100% agree with you. And I, I hadn't thought about that in terms of the two different types of, of groups or networks that you can be involved in. I think that makes a lot of sense. One for learning and growth, you know, where we we are skill set, growth, you know, minded, hey, challenge, overcome. And the other one, just literally people to, to be around and yeah. to be associated with who are like-minded and share the same values and that you can just all be in it together. I think that's awesome. So Christy Lee, what's, what's next for you? Where, what's the, the next 12 months, uh, you know, three years got in store for Christy Lee Trends? 
<laughs> wow. I always have like so many things on the go. So of course I have those two books that are going to be coming out. I'm working on a new signature program that will be coming out also this year, hopefully in the next few months. I'm working on that in the background right now. Uh, and then also I really, really want to begin to travel the world and visit orphanages and bring, um, art supplies to them. Nice. So that's something that's like huge in my heart. I want to bring art and learning to those people who wouldn't necessarily get to have access to those things. And hopefully in the next three years, I would also like to bring some entrepreneurial type skills to people who have um, come out of human trafficking. Mm. So teaching them like to see the gifts and the value that they have and the things that they can bring to an online space or an offline space and really utilize those skills. Because I know for me, when I was in, in, in high school, I was the only girl in computer class. Mm. And I look back and I think, you know, if that computer teacher would have put me down and everyone in the class would have been like, aha, look at you, you're the geeky girl, where would I be now? Yes, yeah, sure. I guarantee you, I would not be doing tech and teaching other people how to really like utilize tech for their business the easy way and breaking it down for them in ways they can actually learn. And I wouldn't be in the place where I am helping people to really begin to plan out their business, plan out their courses, plan stuff so that they actually have more time to do the stuff they love doing rather than spending time in click funnels, trying to figure out how to build a funnel as an example. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And that's an, that's an awesome mission. And, and, you know, looking back from, a, from the personal experience of if your teacher had made you feel that way, then life would have been different. And taking that forward to say people out there that have been made to feel less than worthy, being able to, to help change that path, I think is, mm-hmm. is very, very, very cool. So uh, christyleetritz.com, we're going to make sure that that link is there. People can get in touch. I, I noticed on your site that there's some, like I said, some free resources that they can um, catch up with you on and, you know, start to follow, start to join the groups that you've got and the, um, the, the workshops that you're doing and help to put that plan into place and, and get through the overwhelm, help to really thrive in, in terms of their own business and their own futures. Um, so, Wow, congrats. Well done. I, I love the, the position that you're at and what you're delivering to, to people and entrepreneurs. I think that's fantastic. So I just wish you all the best. Thank you so much. We'd love to hear about more about the book as well when that launches. Come back on and tell us about it. I will definitely, for That'll sure. That would be cool. That would be cool. All right, guys. ChristyLeeTrist.com. Christy Lee is an incredible human who's taking entrepreneurs and helping them plan, helping them stabilize, helping them grow, and, of course, providing a, a ton of resources and community along with that. You can head along to christyleetrist.com, get in touch with Christy Lee. You've heard that she's a very passionate person when it comes to helping others in that space. So uh, do make sure you jump along and get in touch with Christy Lee. And, again, thank you so much for joining us on the Business and People podcast. Hey everyone, it's Walt and thanks so much for listening to the episodes on the podcast. We really love bringing these interviews to you and I hope you're getting a lot out of them. We've designed the podcast to really help and to engage with everybody out there. So you could help us by simply leaving us a comment or a review, subscribing on iTunes. Head over there now, make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave a review for us. It helps more than you could possibly believe. Do that now and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode.